1: in great part because the the Trump business has been good for their business and now they're still trying to find ways Uh, of course he's still uh, technically president of the United States during these (laughs) final few months he's not actually doing the job he's being immensely destructive but I just need you to understand that this race is over. Georgia is scheduled to certify their election results today. The state of Georgia going for a Democrat is a huge, huge shift. Michigan is right behind them, as are many other swing states. And there is no way, after these states have been certified, there is no way for Donald Trump to stop hold off or delay the presidency. Of course he's going to try everything he can do but it's all a ruse it's all a waste. He is delaying the inevitable and is endangering the country in the process Yesterday nearly 2,000 people died from the coronavirus It was the single deadliest day since June and our president is asleep at the wheel but I just need you to understand that this thing is over capital letters, bold print, exclamation mark, highlighted. It's over. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King. and You are listening to <laughs> The Breakdown. The Breakdown. The Breakdown. I started off today's episode by speaking about the mainstream news, because for the past, not just four years of Donald Trump's presidency, but for the two years before he was elected, while he was running for president, he has pretty much dominated almost six straight years of news coverage every single day, day in, day out. It would be hard to think of many days where he was not the primary story. And it's been great for the news business. Donald Trump and stories about him, be it in print media, in, in television, in, be it satellite radio, whatever it is, it's been great for their business. And they've done anything they can to keep him alive and keep the focus on him, keep his presidency alive and keep the focus on him. Over these past few weeks now, to be honest, it is terrifying to have an outgoing president of the United States who is being so destructive on his way out, terminating anyone who's challenging him, firing anybody who's challenging him, hiring the worst people imaginable. Uh, You you may have seen yesterday uh, uh, Rudy Giuliani. His hair dye was dripping all over his face and on the collar of his shirt. It was one of the most ridiculous moments that it was just like a, a, a metaphor for the Trump presidency that this is the man that who is, who, whose face, faces and expressions look so crazy. This is the man that Trump is trotting out to, to courts, to, to argue tomfoolery about how he actually won the election. Donald Trump is now down nearly 6 million votes. Later today, it appears Joe Biden will be close to crossing 80 million votes. He is not only in a commanding lead, it's historic. Now, while some states were really, really close, Joe Biden's margin, not just in the popular vote, but in the percentage and in the electoral college, it is historic for the defeat of an incumbent. Uh, An incumbent has someone who was president or someone who is president is running for reelection is incredibly difficult to beat. And Joe Biden has, in that sense, walloped the incumbent, the American people while we may be divided in many ways across the country, the American people responded, not just to Trump's bigotry and racism and misogyny, but re- which I think this country was fully willing to endure. It was truly his failure to manage the pandemic that caused his loss in this election, while other countries have had struggles Our country is literally the worst in the world, and it's not even close when it comes to number of cases, number of deaths, number of deaths per day, hospitalizations per day. Uh, It's just staggering. We are now back at 2,000 people a day dying, and these are painful, gruesome deaths. And what we know is that to this pandemic to many of our deep systemic problems. Uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris do not have quick fixes. Of course, on this podcast and many uh, deeply progressive people, we have criticisms of, of them. And I've said this before, I am only rooting for their success. They are inheriting what may be the most difficult job of a White House in my lifetime and in in modern American history. And it would not only take a steady hand, um, it's it's not going to be a magic bullet where they can fix it right away, be it the pandemic or any of our deep systemic problems. Nonetheless, um, what we know is this thing is over. The state of Georgia, which has a Republican governor and a Republican secretary of state and a Republican attorney general, Uh, two Republican senators, is about to certify the election results here in just a few hours for the state of Georgia. And Georgia was one of the states that Donald Trump hoped and believed and prayed he would and could win or steal or shift or switch. Not being able to win in Georgia, the, the results are also about to be certified in Michigan. And of course they are Donald Trump is down by nearly 200,000 votes in Michigan he is he is these these states have all been called and the results are going to be certified. And after the results are certified, it, the process, which I hate, I do wish that we would abolish the electoral college, that we did not have this process of all of these states like this, this. BS that was happening with the Wayne County Board of Elections where two Trump supporters could just say, you know what, I don't certify this. It's like, oh, no, no, people voted. That's it. You don't get to say you certify it or not. That our elections are so fragile that they are subject to random supporters just opting not to certify them is crazy. And our democracy is so fragile, and it's on full public display. When these next few months are over, what we are going to experience for the rest of November and through mid-December is the very weird, windy road of American democracy where uh, states have to individually counties all have to certify their elections. So we say that there are, hey, there are 50 elections. The truth is there are about 15,000 elections. It's county by county. Each county in the entire country has to certify their election results. After all the counties in a state certify their election results, then a state certifies the election results. And eventually, it winds its ways, its way to the electors, and those are the members, in essence, of the Electoral College. I teach a civil rights class twice a week, and I just joke with my students to say, kids, it's not a college. <laughs> we can call it the Electoral College, but it's not a college in any way, shape, or form. And what we're going to experience is Um, Joe Biden's electors, and he is at 306, I believe, way past the uh, 270 that uh, is necessary. Uh, Joe Biden is going to win. And uh, of course, he's been declared the winner, but this thing is completely over. I have a quick word from one of our sponsors, and then I'll be right back with some concluding thoughts. Let me tell you about my favorite tool for learning new things and just staying super informed. It's Blinkist. Blinkist gathers the need to know information from thousands of nonfiction books and it condenses them into 15 minute clips that you can read or listen to. With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books. It's all the books you want all for one low price. And right now for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. If you go to Blinkist.com slash breakdown, you can try it for free for seven days and save 25% off of your new subscription. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash breakdown to start your free seven-day trial. And you'll save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash breakdown. It keeps me sharp and informed. And so many times I read these condensed summaries of books and then go get the full version there on Blinkist. And I just want you to check it out. I think you'll love it. So listen, don't trust Donald Trump. I don't trust him. You should never trust him. And I said yesterday on social media, assume the worst with him. He is a horrible human being. And I, I've said this many times. I'm slow to say that about a person. I mean, it. we don't have to be slow to say that about Donald Trump. He is an awful person, a terrible human being, arguably responsible for the deaths of tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of Americans, with his just pure failure to lead here. And, and, and not only that, and I, I'm not here to list all of his egregious wrongs and errors and, and, and destructive ways. And, and nothing gets me angrier than thinking of what he did to children and families at our American border. People should be tried for crimes for what they did there. I mean that very literally. But as the media will continue to try to make us think that there's some possible way for Trump to flip this or steal it, certainly it is the possibility of it somehow going to the Supreme Court. It's terrifying knowing that Donald Trump has a 6-3 majority. But there's nothing to take there that could overturn multiple states that could stop the election, the legal team of Donald Trump is also horrible. And if there was actually a shot and there was widespread election fraud, which there is not, he now has attorneys who many people say should lose their law license coming out daily saying there are millions and millions of Trump votes that have been stolen. It's not true. When you ask them, here's how bad it is. Last night on Tucker Carlson's show, which I loathe, Tucker Carlson invited Trump's attorneys and he literally said, you can have the whole hour to show us the millions of votes that have been stolen, as you've said in your press conferences. They refuse to come on. They lose every argument before every judge. They just dropped their phony lawsuit in Michigan. And they're basically just trying to get people in individual counties to not certify the results. Even that's not working, thankfully. And it is over. We should watch him with vigilance, knowing that he is a scoundrel, a thief, a bigot with no morals or ethics or integrity, and that he will do everything he can. To be destructive until the very last minute. And when he's out of office, he, of course, will continue to be just as destructive as he has been. However, I just need you to breathe a little. I, I know you've been holding your breath for weeks now since the election. Here we are, November 20th. And not because there are these nail-biting moments where Trump could win. He's not nowhere near being able to win in any state in any way. He just refuses to concede. But at this moment, I need you to accept that he is, he is literally just being a destructive circus clown. And as the results continue today to be certified, in the states where he hoped he could somehow sue his way into victory, it will officially be all the way over. And we'll all be able to breathe a little bit better. We should all thank Georgia and Michigan and even all the states that just were reliable states. I I feel, I've been thinking today, you know, states like New York and California don't get any love for just being like, continuously reliable for showing up to vote against this man. Uh, Other states get a ton of love for barely pushing Trump's opponent over the finish line. And we're grateful, but uh, I'm also grateful for states that, uh, that where Trump lost by millions of votes and uh, we're going to have to keep on pushing. There's so, so much work ahead. Love and appreciate you all. Take care everybody. Break it down. Break the break the break the break break, break break down. Ooh.
0: Ooh. It's the pathway to freedom, that's leading to the North Star, North Star. I'm Brandon Janice and this season on Sick Empire, I'm on a mission to highlight the voices that are helping to heal black traumas. You'll hear as I speak with experts in alternative medicine. But the gathering in in the greatest degrees of personal integrity would have the greatest degrees of power. A timeless natural method of healing. This is ancient. This is a return to us being in our power and that knowing that we're medicine women. Plant magic. Using medicine that comes from the land, (laughs) you know? A lot of these medications are are the main ingredient is our plants that come from the land. Black economics, prison abolition, and more. Join me as I explore the avenues that lead to greater health while surviving under a sick empire. Every episode of Sick Empire examines the healing journey of Black Americans. We speak to inner-city therapists, Black intellectuals, Reiki masters, chefs turned activists, and much more. You'll hear a diverse mix of healing experiences, all told from the lens of black folks. Sick Empire is still a love language, just like the streets of New York City. The first episode will be live everywhere you listen to podcasts on Monday, November 9th. The first episode is live November 2nd for members of the North Star. You can go to the Northstar.com to become a member today Sa Empire mm. in Empire mm.